Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. So I'm a big fan of real estate. You guys know that this has been, you know, it's, it's a core part of my belief that if you want to win the money game, the best way, the best strategy that I've found, I've seen, you know, executed countless times by other people is build a business or a cash generating machine. And it doesn't specifically have to be a business, but ideally it is a way that you are generating a goodly amount of cash. And you take that money and then you invest it into real estate. So that one-two punch of build a business, invest in real estate has been very, very helpful for me. But there are parts of this story that I think get glossed over when it comes to like how it's presented on social media. And so I just wanted to take this episode to walk through some of the things that you don't hear about when it comes to real estate on social media, specifically from the gurus like myself. You know, the the highlight of the story for me has been that over the past five years, we've acquired around 80, $85 million of real estate, which is really cool. Like that's, that's awesome. But you, you hear those numbers sometimes and you might get a conflated uh, expectation of the timeline in which these things are possible or what that really ultimately equates to in terms of like net worth or wealth and all these things. And so I kind of want to break, I want to break some of this down. Number one, the number one thing I want everybody that's interested in real estate to really walk away from this episode with is that real estate probably won't make you rich on the timeline that you think it will. Okay, let's repeat that. Real estate probably will not make you rich on the timeline that you think it will. When I tell people, you know, we've acquired all this real estate over the last five years, tens and tens of millions of dollars, like it's a huge portfolio you would think like, oh, you got really, really wealthy from that. And the truth is, that's not really how I generated my wealth. It is what I've done now to manage and continue growing my wealth, but my wealth came before that. It came through building those cash generating machines. And that was important because the, the thing with real estate is it takes a long time to really see the fruits of your labor. It's, in my opinion, the best get rich slowly but surely strategy in the world. And for it to work, and it will work, it, it requires a lot of time, like having a long time horizon. And one of my core investment theses is, is that we let time do the heavy lifting. So we buy real estate and then we just hold it for extremely long periods of time so that the market and appreciation can can do its thing because if you hold a piece of real estate for 30 plus years it's really hard to lose money on it like truly it's really really difficult but the truth is that it's hard to make it those 30 years if you don't have other means of making money coming in and with real estate what i see a lot of people doing that are trying to emulate my path let's say is they jump straight into syndications and in syndications for the the listeners out there who may be newer to real estate it's a way for us to pool resources between operators and investors what that means is we get together like an operator like myself we'll get together we'll bring some investors into a deal and we'll go out and we'll buy a building together the investors bring the capital we bring the experience and the maintenance the, the management and we will run the asset we'll close uh, we'll do everything associated with it. And our investors, they just get the benefits of having owned the real estate without having to do any of the work. And a lot of people will look at that path and think that's a great way to get into really big real estate deals without having to bring much of your own capital, right? Like 
If I wanted to go and buy $80 million of real estate with my own money, I would have needed to bring around $30 million to the closing table just to acquire that. The truth is about 25, 30 of that, or 25 to 28 million of that has been investor capital, okay? So it's allowed us to go out and buy these really large assets that might not have been able to finance entirely on our own. And so people th see that and they think, oh, I should do that. But here's the truth is that if you're going that route of being a GP, it's going to take a really long time to start seeing the meaningful cash flow coming in from your side of the promote. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But generally speaking, what I see people getting into trouble here is when they get, they start raising capital too soon and they don't have other means of supporting their life coming in. They don't have those cash flowing machines. And so they start chasing deals so that they can get the fees associated with that. One of the smartest things that I ever did that I didn't do intentionally was I had built my cash generating businesses and I had owned my own real estate before I started raising capital. I didn't do this by intention. It just happened that way. But what it allowed me to do is to go out there confidently and acquire good real estate deals and not chase them because I need to close the deal to put food on my table. I have that already coming in from other means. And so doing the real estate deals, we can, we can afford to be picky. We can afford to be patient on it. And that's really key when it comes to becoming a good investor is like being super patient and waiting for the great opportunities rather than going and chasing them because you have to do the deal. All right, now the two things here that I would strongly encourage everybody to think about when they're looking at real estate and like, how do I stay in this game for long periods of time is two things in particular, cash flow and reserves. The cash flow coming from the building, that's critical. But the other aspect of this to think about is the cash flow just coming into your own life, ideally from other areas before you go all in, specifically on the GP syndication route of real estate. If you go into real estate, you own it with your own money and you have the cash flow coming from that asset every month, that's fine. That's cash flow. That's great. The other side of this is make sure that you have enough in reserves to be able to weather the the, the rough times. When I bought my first triplex all those years ago, I used an FHA loan, which allowed me to buy the building, which was valued at $246,500. I only needed to bring about 3% of that to the closing table. So I only needed $7,500 out of pocket to buy that building. But that's not all the money I, I had, right? Like I had more in reserves. I had about $20,000 in reserves so that if something went wrong with the roof, the plumbing, the electrical, I had an eviction, whatever, like I was going to be okay and able to, to weather those rough patches. So it's just really important that when you get into real estate, it's not just about the money you need to close the asset. It's about having money in reserve because it's not a matter of if things will go wrong. It's just a matter of when, which is an important thing to remember because as an investor, you are paid for solving problems. Like that is, that's what we do. And as you're playing this game, the problems never go away. You never solve them all. The problems, in fact, they just get bigger. They get harder to solve. But as a result, you also make more money for having solved them. And, and this goes back to something Elon Musk said, which is that you're paid in proportion to the magnitude of the problems that you solve. So just accept that the problems are never going to go away. They're just going to get bigger. They're going to get harder and harder to solve over time. Um, but if you can manage to do it, you're going to do very, very well. Now, the biggest problem that I see in real estate and in just business in general, and maybe you could extrapolate this out to life, broadly speaking, is that people are always the hardest part. People, whether it's your customers, it's your employees, your partners, your vendors, your suppliers, your brokers, your lenders, like people are always the hardest part of business because people are weird, 
They're illogical, they're irrational, they don't always know what they even want. Um, and every single human is a little bit different. And so how you deal with this employee is, how, is probably slightly different than you're gonna have to deal with this, over, this employee over here. And that is gonna cause a lot of headache and a lot of frustration. But just understand that this is the most important part of real estate. It's not the bricks and the sticks, it's not the buildings, the numbers, the spreadsheets, it's the people behind all of that. It's the residents, it's your employees, it's your investors, it's all of that. And so just go into it with eyes wide open knowing that people are gonna be the hard part. So those are some things that you just don't hear much about on social media when it comes to you know, acquiring big real estate portfolios and like what all that means. I just wanted to shed a little bit of light on this. I don't want it to deter you. I don't want it to scare you off and say real estate's not for me. It's not about that. It's about going in with correctly calibrated expectations. That's all I want for you guys. So if you got some value out of this, make sure that you do something. <laughs> I don't know what. Maybe you go over to YouTube, you find the channel Amplified Impact, you hit the subscribe button. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave a review or a rating. If you think there's somebody else out there that would get some value out of this, then share it with them. That'd be really rad. And if none of that, that's cool. I appreciate you taking some time to be here with me today. I'll catch you back around these parts tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey, real quick, guys, you already know I don't run any ads on this because I want to keep it like a really awesome listening experience for you. But I do have an ask. I'd love it if you could just help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs, creatives and high performers just make more money with less stress and more fulfillment. So the best way that you can help me do that is by reading, reviewing and sharing this podcast. Like the single thing I ask of you is please just take 10 seconds to drop a review. Seriously, it would, it would mean the world to me. And more importantly, it may just help change somebody's life. So thank you, and let's get to the show.